Confederacy of Dunks with Kevin Douse and Freddie Revis. Whoa. Whoa. Baby, it's season five. We're here. It's going to be a good time. Big premiere day. Still rocking it without Kevin. He's busy becoming a lawyer. Yeah. Which is huge because yeah. he's going he's gonna to come back and be like a capologist for us. Yeah. I hope. Or yeah. he'll get like a sweet lawyer job and be like, I'm not doing this podcast <laughs> yeah. anymore. One you other. know, whatever happens, like, uh, I think it's going to be in, uh, it's going to be a good scenario. Um, yeah. We got a bunch of stuff to talk about. NBA season just started. Um, if you're an NBA fan or and a Raptors fan, you're probably going insane. It's been an interesting start. It's been a good start. Um, yeah, let's just uh, let's bring on our on our guests. Uh, this is a uh, uh, first time on the pod. He's an awesome guy. He runs a a, a wicked DJ night. Also runs a, a wicked Facebook group called Boozy Fade. I'm a huge fan. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please slap your knees at home for James Rathbone. What up? What up? I'm very excited. It's my first time getting to flex my basketball nerdum in any kind of public forum. So oh man, this is big. Like, if you have any like specific basketball opinions, you know, just yeah. like weave them into the conversation. Oh, I will. I will. Um, now I'm pretty sure he's in New York. We had some yeah. some audio trouble to begin with, but that's because I think he's, he's still there. He's still there. Yeah. He's, he's a special man. Um, <laughs> Yeah, you've already slapped your knees, so... Uh, Return guest. Slap your couch if, uh, <laughs> if you love Alex Pavone. Hilarious man. Hell yeah. Good to be here. Thank How you doing, you buddy? for having me. Good, man. I haven't been on this podcast in like two, three years or I something. I know, man. Yeah. It's been a while. We're, this is our fifth year. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I thought I bombed the. I was, I mean, I <laughs> oh bombed yeah, you years. tanked it. This is like a second Jesus. chance for you. Like, right? This is like your uh, Sunny Weems in uh, Phoenix moment. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you've been in Russia, you've been doing dunk offs, all that kind of stuff. But like, we're bringing you back. Every <laughs> um, time you post about Confederacy for dunks, I'm always just trying to fucking put the pieces together. Why I wasn't back on the show? I was like, fuck. Maybe I brought up Keon Clark too many times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that is why actually. Um, no, I love Keon Clark. Uh, <clears throat> good man. Short arms. Good man. Um, okay. It's, uh, so yeah, the the NBA just started. Where uh, most teams are like seven or eight games in. Uh, this is, uh, this is, this is crazy so far that we have a tons to, tons to talk about. So, um, we're going to start with the Raptors, man. Would you hit it? <laughs> it's always fun playing the music because everyone just sits here. Yeah. <laughs> it's more for the people at home so they can like yeah. walk around in a circle and then oh, sit absolutely. back down. Like, <laughs> it's time to go get a drink, you know, yeah. new yeah. segment. Here we go. Yeah. Can you get a drink in like, how, how, how long is that? It's about staying? 13 seconds. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> no pausing allowed in podcast land. Yeah. No pausing, folks. No, no pauses whatsoever. <laughs> um, cool. So, uh, uh, Raptors, we're four and two. Um, we got a game against the, uh, the Jazz tonight. Um, I don't know if this pod is going to be out before tonight, but... Uh, we usually do it the next day. Yeah, it'll probably be the next day, so... I'm assuming the Raptors will have won by like 200 or something. Yeah, like absolutely. Some, some really relaxed win. Um, but uh, I want to talk about the uh, the youth movement. 
First oh. and foremost, that's uh, it's probably the most exciting thing in Raptors land right now. Absolutely. Our starters, uh, you know, struggling for chemistry a little bit. Jonas is uh, uh, had an early season ankle injury. Ibaka sat out for a game. Um, everything's a little bit ho hum with the starters. You know, they're not awful or anything like that. But uh, there's just so many young prospects. It's hard to kind of uh, it's hard to figure out like what to be most excited about. So uh, I'm just gonna I'll start with you, James. Um, is there like a if if you can pick a single Raptors young guy, who's the most exciting for you right now and why? Uh, well, got to give it to OG because the the sky is really the limit. He's sort of a, a perfect contemporary player. Yeah, uh, you know, big, strong, smart, great passing. Um, I mean. His shooting is is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. His way better than we thought it was going to be. Yeah, his defense. Yeah. I mean, his his uh, you know health is much better than we thought it would be. I mean, he lo- he really looks like a lot of a lot of Raptors have kind of suffered for being sort of old school yeah. kind of players that we you know DeRozan and yeah. Valanciunas and uh, you know all those like dinosaurs we used to have. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you know OG is like he's like the future, and he's kind of a smartass. Yeah, Which and is, and he's still yeah. like like honoring the throwback nature of the Raptors by having like the the short shorts. Short shorts. Yeah. Yeah. He's got to lose those leggings. You know what I mean? So yeah. people, why did they give him a cheesecake? What's the cheesecake thing? He loves. He said on on draft night that he like loves, loves cheesecake. cheesecake. Yeah, he's gonna <laughs> he's celebrate. Gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna celebrate with some cheesecake. That's yeah. the worst thing you can eat as a professional athlete. Yeah. Yeah, but I, mean, I feel like we've come a long way because like Larry Bird used to like smoke cigarettes and yeah, like, that's get true. hammered every night. So yeah. you want to eat a giant cheesecake every night? That's fine. Yeah, yeah. you'll burn it off with that metabolism. I, oh, yeah. I'm sure you I will. Feel that's, I feel that's Raymond Felton's uh, off-season uh, training—just uh, cheesecake competition. <laughs> no, it, it actually that guy's coming to seasons with fucking triple chins every year. He always finds a league. He always finds a team. But he does always find a team, and he is always like more useful than you think he might be. It's un- um, yeah, it's unbelievable. Uh, Alex, do you, do you got a guy who's exciting you most? If it's OG, that's also okay. I love I love OG. He runs weird though, doesn't he? Have like a stiff like aren't his knees all fucked up when he runs? Like they I don't know. There's something stiff with his knees, and it's it's it shocks me because he's more athletic than he he appears to be when he's uh, when he's running down the court. He's got a weird like uh, run to him, but you know I definitely like him. I I, I like Purtle, man. I think like. Fucking, he's just—he's just so smart. He just—he—he's—he um, always knows where to be defensively, offensively. He's always in the right spots. You know, he—he's—he's he's quick. He actually has quick feet. Like defensively, he stays on guys in the perimeter and stuff. I—I I, I like him a lot, man. He knows yeah. his like limitations, and I, fuck, I—I I think he's—I uh, think he should be maybe starting in a couple of years. Honest to God, I think he's just good. He knows the game. He's not—he's uh, wicked. Yeah, no, he's like he's coming right along, and I think it's it kind of shows that he's the one one young guy we have that we got uh, as a lottery pick because he was he was the ninth pick, and that that's like credit to Masai and this franchise because all these young guys that are developing like before our eyes and contributing to this team um, are mostly the second rounders, um, yeah, or and and you know which is like usually if you're drafted after twenty you're you're mostly an afterthought, um, you know Bruno's kind of. You know, he's obviously a specific scenario, but, um, you know, not making it to the NBA, being draft, being drafted like, you know, deep into the 20s is pretty normal. So the fact that Messiah has so many hits and uh, and Casey is also, well, we'll get to Casey in a little bit, but Casey's, you know, he has all of these guys ready. Um, I guess I'll, I'll, uh, I'll pick between both of you guys. Um, those are my two guys that I'm most excited about. 
Um, I'm loving this this kind of backup center competition we have with uh, with Bebe, who had a, a ridiculously good game against Portland. He just, yeah, he played insane. He dominated. Um, yeah. And that's probably his best NBA game. So, you know, he's, he's, a, he's a fourth-year guy. Obviously, like, you know, he probably will peak as a backup. You know, I think um, Jakob can, can be a starter for sure. Um, but, yeah, I, I, if I had to pick one, I'd say OG just because it was kind of like we were all expecting OG to come back for, like, maybe January, maybe work himself into, like, spot minutes and then OG just came in right away and basically like pronounced Bruno dead. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like Bruno's he basically toast. was like, Bruno is over because yeah. I took his opportunity and I'm not going to give it back. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, that's like this, that's the sad part about the NBA. But it's also, yeah, it's, it's awesome to watch a guy like OG. Um, yeah. He just looks like a, he, he looks like he fully belongs in, in, in this era uh, of the NBA. And, I thought he was going to be like a terrible shooter, terrible dribbler, and apparently he's still healing. So yeah. he, he keeps doing this yeah. one move where he'll like pump fake and then he'll immediately like take a step and like start posting up a guy and he can pass out of that well. Like if, yeah. if Zach Lowe is noticing your passing, that's pretty, <laughs> that's pretty huge, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Um, okay, just uh, moving on a little bit, but, but sticking with the young guys, um, I, uh, in, in, uh, in our, our – in our Raptors Facebook group, give me some Raptors. Uh, give me some Raptors news. Uh, I just posted uh, what people want to hear about, and uh, someone was was asking, um, "What do we all think the uh, perception of the of this young core is for the Raptors? Are are is it being noticed on a national level, or is it just kind of us obsessing over it?" Uh, Alex, I'll I'll start with you. Do you think anyone's taking notice, taking stock of these young guys, or is it kind of like just us? I, I mean, I think that they are. Like, I mean, I'm I'm in New York right now, so like all that that Raptor and Toronto sports coverage, I'm not really getting. But I am mm-hmm. on the internet, and I'm I'm seeing a bunch of articles. Uh, people are writing about Siakam, and they're writing about Turtle and OG. They had an article, so I, I definitely think that a couple, um, you know, a, a, a couple people are taking notice for sure. Not just when you say us, is it the podcast? Or what are we talking here? <laughs> I just, mean, like, uh, I mean, like us as in Raptors fans. <laughs> uh, no, I think, I think, like, you know, people who I think, you know, I was reading some articles in the Star and and stuff like that, the National Post, and people seem to be, uh, you know, praising the the youth movement, like uh, Delon Wright and all these guys. Actually, yeah, they're they're really talking about everybody. I mean, it's hard to not watch a game and then you know, obviously notice our bench and our second unit with full of these young guys coming in and, and sparking everybody, especially mm-hmm. the way Lowry's been struggling and stuff like that, you know? So eh, I think, I think people could notice if you're a basketball fan and you watch the game, I think you could notice that. Yeah. Uh, or, yeah that so, they're doing great, a great job. So you're kind of settling on like a couple guys are noticing. It's not, it's not like a tidal wave of like, Oh my God, look at these Raptors youth. They're uh, about to take over the NBA. It's kind of just like, yeah, something's going on there. Yeah, Seems yeah. pretty good. Yeah, for sure. Um, James, you think anyone's taking notice? I mean, not really. Yeah, not in my opinion. Yeah, not really. I mean, like, like you look, <laughs> like, you yeah, look at the, a bit. the basketball internet and like Zach Lowe actually, you know, the yeah. being the, the the god he is, is always good about Raptors coverage. But the rest of like yeah, him having movie, a Toronto wife is exactly. huge for us. It is. It is. <laughs> the, the, I mean, the, you you look at the rest of of you know, the, the NBA sort of zeitgeist, they still think the Raptors are like, you know, 
what a lot of us maybe some in our hearts think they are yeah. is is kind of a, sh- a shitty team that overachieves in the regular season yeah. only to plummet in the playoffs and that it's like you know I saw a lot of Wizards fans being like our bench is better than the Raptors bench who's on the Raptors bench like who are these guys they don't know any of their names and it's like the Wizards bench is made of yeah, a bunch our, of like cardboard cutouts that they took from the stands of I'm NBA Two K Three. Yeah, you know, like it's, if anyone should not be criticizing like other people's benches, benches it's, it's the, the Wizards yeah, for sure. It's the Wizards. You know, I, I mean, I think I, I think that we're we're kind of. I think it's good to be this sort of under the radar team. Yeah. You know, I think when the Raptors get too excited, that's when we fuck up. You oh, know, for sure. And, like, and the Toronto media is pretty good at like just crushing souls. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think like I used to. I used to begrudge the day when, you know, the Leafs would kind of like be good again and just steal all the coverage from the Raptors. But now I'm kind of like with the tickets getting like I'm I'm a season seat holder and and the, and now there's a waiting list. Uh, like me and my brother share a bunch of seats and or we all share two seats rather. And um and yeah, the tickets have been like they've been real we have like the fifth or sixth most expensive tickets in the NBA. So, I'm kind of down with the Leafs just taking all the like with Matthews and all these young guys kind of taking our coverage away because maybe we can settle back into you know being that second or third team yeah um and and kind of fly under the radar like I know Demar likes it Lowry likes it they've definitely like identified with the you know overlooked thing yeah um can I ask you a quick question as yeah. a, your season ticket holder mm-hmm did you did they have a big meeting to tell you that they're changing the name to Scotiabank Arena? No, and do you benefit from it at all? Like they didn't a, a run free mortgage. They or? didn't run it by me one bit. <laughs> Nothing. No, unbelievable. I, I would have been like, listen, <laughs> this can be the Meridian Center, but the Scotiabank Center, no way. Because like you, you obviously get like at least one free flight a year with the ACC, right? Oh, for sure, at least yeah. <laughs> Hawaii, well, Hawaiian back, Hawaii. you know? yeah, Hawaiian back. Um, no, yeah, Scotiabank's making big moves out there. You know, they're they're getting out of Nuit Blanche and they're getting into yeah. uh, sta- <laughs> stadium naming, I guess. Um, but yeah, huge question. Thanks, Matt. Yeah, um, <laughs> uh, that sounded so sarcastic, but it it, it didn't mean to, I, I didn't mean to be that sarcastic. Um, no, uh, I guess I guess my comment on. Um, on you know the national media noticing us is uh, I don't know if it was Ben Golliver or if it was um, Kevin O'Connor from The Ringer, but there's been a couple people who have really like they they're they're kind of paying attention to the fact that we've changed our offense. You know Lowry's deferring more, um, yeah. DeRozan's passing more. Um, you know. Uh, it's getting like the ball is just getting spread around more and we're, we're jacking up threes. We're not really hitting them at a high rate, uh, but we don't need to hit them at that high of a rate to improve our offense. And uh, I think people are taking notice of that. And uh, that kind of brings me to my next thing is, uh, have we been unfairly criticizing Casey for all these years? Because you have to give him a ton of credit for the young guys being ready, um, changing the offense and kind of just having this team so making this team so consistent like obviously Masai gets a ton of credit for that as well but um yeah this is a pretty fluid group to start the season and it's a pretty bold move for Casey to switch it up this hard so for, and, and like as someone who's criticized K- Casey pretty relentlessly I feel like I gotta give him some credit um for making a change so yeah maybe I'll start with you James uh a do you think this change is like for real and b do you think it's uh 
it's time for some some people like me to kind of like throw Casey a bone. Uh, I think absolutely, probably with yeah. the the change being for real. I mean, it, it's it's kind of um, it's it's kind of it's interesting because it's definitely like. They're maximali- maximizing the uh, maximizing. Yeah, is the word. Uh, <laughs> maximizing sounds cool. It's yeah, like, it's like, I like it's, maximalize. Like yeah. maximalize could have been like a character on Beasties. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't remember Beasties. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, huge yeah. show, huge show. Anyway, they're maximizing the, the you know the Maury Ball like the you yeah know, for the, sure the the contemporary NBA and just like kind of trying to trying to make like it fit even though this team isn't exactly built with the Eric Gordons and the you know, for Joe sure Reeses and like and yeah DeRozan's not Harden yeah but you might as well try right exactly and and so you got to kind of respect it I, and, the, and I think with Casey like it's not that he is without his flaws yeah but you know ultimately he's he's built this culture wherein players can develop and you know one of the things I think gets lost a lot in NBA narratives is that all of these guys are so talented. Totally. And it is about finding the right fit and, you know, getting oh, the most out of their potential. And Casey, with some notable exceptions, has been able to do that very, very well. Totally. Um, and I, I, I couldn't agree more with, uh, 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 with your point about, you know, the narratives. Like, people just love kind of shitting on people, I, I think. Like, shitting on, like, the players who, who can't quite cut it. But... As far as the major leagues, this is the most competitive league. It has the smallest number of players. And then, and then beyond that, it has the smallest amount of players who actually play um, and are key contributors to any specific team. So you think about a guy like Jared Bayless, and he'd be super, super comfortable. You know, if he was a football player, he, he wouldn't be – people wouldn't be like, oh, Jared Bayless. Yeah. You know, or if he was in the NHL. Like, yeah. all, like the NFL, the NHL, the MLB, they all have way more players than the, than the NBA. I think there's like 450. They just expanded the rosters from 15 to 17 players. And, yeah, no, I, I, I totally agree. And, and making those players fit is tough. And, um, and, yeah, when it works, you're kind of just like maximizing or maximalizing like every single, <laughs> every single like asset you have. And – it's awesome. I, I keep saying we're Spurs East, but uh, <laughs> I guess that's a bit of a joke. But I want it to be true, you know. So I'm going to keep yeah. saying it. Um, I, I agree with James. Like, I, you, you know, everybody in this league is so fucking talented, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, some some of it comes down to just confidence, you know. And if if everyone's getting a touch and everyone's fuck, they're moving the ball and everyone feels like they're involved, and you just play with that like contagious energy and that confidence, you know, your team's just going to play better. You know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. When you get a lot of trips down the floor and like you're not getting the ball because it's a two man game between Lowry and DeRozan, you don't feel like you're part of the offense. And then, you know, you're not really maybe on defense, you're not trying as hard. So, for sure, I think all in all, like, you know, all this ball movement and all this, sometimes, you know, when I'm watching the game, sometimes, you know, they do. It is, it's again DeRozan and Lowry, it's mm-hmm. a two man game, but yeah. not as much as obviously last year. And I know we're only seven games in and stuff. But um, or eight games in or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. But um, yeah, we we saw that we saw that a bit in the G State game. Where we, you know the last the la- that last minute and a half, DeRozan and uh, Lowry kind of tried to yeah know, get those buckets for our team. But yeah. that's also and, you know it changes in the last couple minutes. Like and I, yeah. teams aren't going to let you pass team, the ball around like that. I think a team like Golden State gets in your fucking head too because totally. they're such a superstar. Uh, yeah. you know, like got in Bradley Beal's head. Yeah. Part of me. You got in Bradley Beal's head. Oh, that was beautiful. That was I great, know. though. Yeah. I do yeah. love that stuff. I'm yeah. one of those people where I'm like, when a player is like really cheeky to another player, especially Draymond, you know, he's like yeah. the king of like, he's like such an instigator. So yeah, yeah. It's it's fun. A perfect heel. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, he, does, he does a great job fucking with, with that team, that but, role. He's insane. But where where are you on uh, where are you on Casey? Are you feel like are you are you kind of like whatever? It's about time, or are you kind of like you know maybe, uh, you maybe know, we've been too hard year, on this I got a guy. Relationship with Casey, you know, during the year when we're when we're playing well, and even like in my heart of hearts, I'm like, hey, this this can't work in the playoffs. This two man game. Yeah. Uh, with but now that I see it, you know that he's 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 made, he's trying to get a lot of ball movement going like this. But it, I mean, it's seven games in. I can't. What am I going to say? Yeah. Am I going to be like this guy's the greatest coach of all fucking time? I'm still like <laughs> sure. You know, I'm we can like go there. Moving. Like, is he better than Pop? You know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's going to come down to the play. You know, we scrape by every year in the playoffs. Even you know, last year we we beat the Bucks, and two years ago we made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. We were scraping by, you know. So for sure, I don't think we've won a playoff series. Convincingly, uh, we did beat the Bucks in six games, which yeah. is, which is kind of huge. The narrative I think was unfair with that because people act like they like shit the bed. It's like DeRozan had one bad game, but it was like yeah. the the Bucks yeah. played out of their minds. And Giannis announced to the world that he's like basically the you know a top three NBA player. Yeah, the yeah. new LeBron James, and yeah. like it, it's it's kind of like we're of the poor man's version of the, the Pistons from like mm-hmm. and, and you know when, when they they played oh, LeBron four or whatever. Yeah, yeah. or I, oh, yeah. I mean, I, I yeah, I, I don't know. I, to me, I saw like I saw those games, and yes, the first game was incredibly upsetting, and the yeah. third game was oh. incredibly upsetting. But the rest <laughs> of the games, they kicked their ass for sure. Uh, but although yeah. the one game that like really stuck with me as like, as far as like how the playoffs ended was our elimination game with the Bucks. Oh, it was yeah. insane. Yeah. Do you guys remember yeah. that? Yeah. Like we we just were like torching mm-hmm. them. It was awesome. Was it was like, okay, mm-hmm. here we go. You know, we're going to like get go all optimistic into Cleveland. Yeah. And then just that switch happened. Yeah. Where Jason Terry was like, "Watch out. <laughs> I'm Jason Terry." Yeah. And, Unbelievable. And the, yeah, the silence and just like that that Bucks crowd, that's yeah. one of the loudest crowds like th- that reminded me of the Brooklyn series for us. Yeah. Like how how ravenous our fan base was, and and we know the whole Jurassic Park. That's when the Jurassic Park thing was organic. Yeah. Before yeah. it is what it is now, and then the Leafs obviously are doing it as well. I mean, organic in the sense where like they set up a giant TV. Like yeah. they were hoping that would happen, but uh, <laughs> but still, still was cool, and still you know obviously Masai came out and was like fuck Brooklyn. Yeah. And that, it was just like peak. I don't know. It was just kind of like peak hype for this for this. Uh, this current core we have yeah um but uh yeah just just w- one one last little note uh, on the raptors before we move on to the nba um <clears throat> someone w- someone wanted us to touch on uh on that blazers second quarter did you guys mm. watch that i so, didn't watch it i, I, I missed i missed that I saw so highlights. I saw the okay highlights well and- I'll touch on it because i'm on it because i'm a nut and i watch every <laughs> fucking minute of raptors um so uh we just shut the Blazers down so hard. Then they got cold, and they had one field goal in the quarter. Wow! Um, I think six they scored, points. They had six points in the quarter, Jesus. and and with about a, a minute left or like thirty five seconds left or something, uh, Evan Turner got a putback, and that was their one field goal of the entire quarter. Wow! wow. So um, you know everyone's talking about this kind of like this this new offense we got, but I think we. I think we got some pretty awesome offensive players. So like, obviously, you know, we haven't really touched on Norm Powell's struggles, but he really shut down CJ McCollum, who's like mm-hmm. one of the most instant offense guys in the NBA. Yeah. yeah. So that was a huge part of that quarter. It was a huge part of the game. And that second quarter won us the game. And the OG was obviously playing like amazing defense as well. So, um, and yeah, we, we, we touched on Bebe having the game of his life, but it's fun. It's fun to watch a team 
just lose all of their confidence against you? Like how, especially on this, like, you know, how, how many Western conference road trips yeah. throughout the years oh. have the Raptors went on? Like, I remember the one Painful. when we fired Sam Mitchell. Yeah. I, there's just so many years. Like anyone yeah. who's even watched a bit of the Raptors uh, through the Barniani era, you know that that West Coast road trip is basically the end of the year. Yeah. Because yeah. everyone's just going to come back so dejected. And <laughs> yeah. for us to, like, you know, our only losses so far are tight games to Golden San Antonio State, San. and yeah. Golden State. Like, this is... Yeah. Arguably two best teams in the league. Right yeah, now, for know. sure. Um, if you go if you go, if you you go, go 500 on a, on a West Coast road trip this early in a year when you're still trying to get into the flow, like, that's a win. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, so and, and we're going to have... We I mean, Sorry, go, go ahead. Who? Uh, I think I interrupted you. Yes. No, no, that, I was just saying, you know, hopefully we can get to, you know, hopefully we we win tonight against Denver or, you know, hopefully we get to 300. I mean, four and two would be great. But, I mean, this early in the year to, to go out west, play six games and come back home 500, what, can, what more can you ask for? Especially losing to San Antonio and Golden State. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are arguably the best two teams in the league. Yeah. So, yeah, the West at least. So I bet money on uh, the Raptors beating their over, which is forty-eight point five games, which I feel very confident about. Oh, I'm feeling more and more oh, yeah. it, because it's just like it looks like you know, obviously knock on wood, uh, and but we, Jonas and Abaka I think are coming back tonight, which which is great. But it looks like we can sustain, like we can sustain if there's some injuries. Yes, which which I think is really a positive note. Yeah, and I bet on the Raptors winning the East. Which I'm feeling Woo. good about. But, hey, like, that's not they, that crazy. Look at the Cavaliers. That's not crazy at all, I, man. I said the Wizards at the start of the year because I keep waiting for, you know, like I really like the Beal, Wall, Porter, mm. one, two, three. Mm-hmm. And I just think they've they done a good. really bad job of tinkering around. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's funny no you brought depth. that up about, they, yeah, they, they have no depth. It's like, Nothing. who are these Wizards fans yeah. criticizing our bench? Yeah. Yeah. Enough's enough. Yeah. Their starters are very good. Yeah, their starters are fantastic. Yeah. I, I I I was I could have bet everything on them beating Boston last year. Yeah, and they almost did. Yeah, they, they almost did. So it was a tight series. Uh, obviously Isaiah played out of his mind and and Kelly o- o- Olinick was like, <laughs> yeah. It's my time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Manitoba, raise up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wait, is he no, he's from Saskatchewan, I think. I'm so sorry, Manitoba. Yeah. Is he um, from BC? I thought he's from BC. Oh, is he? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, provinces in the middle of Canada. Oh, man. I'm a Torontonian. Uh, uh, cool. So, yeah, that, that's basically it for the wraps. Uh, obviously, going to win the East. Uh, everything's great. Yeah. Um, well, the Caval- look at the Cavaliers. Yeah. The Cavaliers are a fucking joke right now. Oh, yeah. Do you see now. them walk away, at the, walk off the court before the game had ended against the Knicks? That's wonderful. They was they like the Knicks were like standing there waiting to like high five, and only like the players that had like played for the Knicks like like Calderon stayed around to like. <laughs> of course, it's Calderon. Just like, like I'm 45 and I'm a very nice man. How's yeah. everybody doing? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck the Cavs. They're claiming they're they're bored. That's yeah. what they're saying. They're Good. bored. They're out of shape. They're like, old. They're an old fucking beat up team already early, and it's it's showing. You know, Rose yeah. gets gets hurt so early, and yeah. Wade. You know, he's fucking. Banged up always. Yeah. Just been banged up for four fucking years. Well, I mean, I wanted to talk about the Cavs, so uh, let's do it. Why, why don't you play us some 13 second sting music, Matt, and we'll just continue <laughs> with this Cavs conversation. <laughs> I can do that. And before the last thing I'll say about the Raptors is sure. every time you say Bargnani, I see this deep anguish in your eyes. <laughs> oh, it's painful, man. <laughs> so, if, like, if I were to take a picture of you, I would never ask you to say Bargnani to smile. Oh, never. Yeah. 
It's apparently, not the, it's not a cheese word for you. Apparently, it's good to say money because when you say money, you end in a smile. <laughs> yeah, some uh, our money. our friend Tim just told us that. I was like, okay, <laughs> yeah, James just did it. Yeah. I can't see Alex, but I know he's mouthing it. <laughs> I'm, I tried it. No smile here, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone get a hot cocoa? Yeah, everyone get a hot cocoa. Hope, I hope during that musical sting, people have time for a nice shower. Yeah. <laughs> All that. Um, yeah, so uh, let's keep talking about the Cavs. Uh, well, I was going to kind of present the question as like, um, you know, with LeBron's teams, I think, I think mostly a little bit with the Heat, um, uh, but mostly with the Cavs, there's been this kind of idea – of an on-off switch, and you know we, we've seen it happen. We've seen them have we've seen them have bad defense. We've seen them you know dial it up and and beat a seventy-three win team. Uh, you know best regular season of all time, Golden State Warriors, and uh, and you know we've also saw last year where they couldn't really dial up that defense enough. And yeah, they they beat the Warriors that one game, and they almost beat them another game. And obviously, you know wins can kind of change a series around, but. I think you know if you're a hardcore basketball fan, you you weren't surprised by the Warriors beating the Cavs five one. Um, but yeah, I wanted to present the question as kind of like, do you think the on off switch is still there, but it's a little less powerful? Like it, like when they turn it on, maybe they're maybe they're a team that can make it to the finals, but barely. Or or is that on? being like, they're going to need to turn that on switch to beat the Raptors. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, where is that? Like, I'm sure it's still there a little bit because when, when, with older players, there is for sure like a certain amount of coasting and we'll see how Isaiah Thomas factors in and all that kind of stuff. And you, you, you can't expect uh, guys like Tristan Thompson and J.R. Smith to play this bad for this long. But I mean, they are relying on Derrick Rose, uh, Dwayne Wade, guys who really can't shoot. And LeBron, you know, plays with shooters. They're, they're not playing Crowder enough. Like, again, I'm sure there'll be lots of tinkering. They'll figure it out to a certain degree. Um, maybe, maybe I'll start with you, Alex. Where, where do you think that on-off switch is at now? Or, or, or well, I know, do you think that's a real like, thing? You know, it's early, I mean, it's early in the season, and obviously LeBron was hurt during the preseason. So he's still got to get back into game shape, obviously, right? Because yeah. when he ain't going, that team's not going. And he, I don't think he's at 100% yet. But, you know, Isaiah's got to come back on the court and he's got to fucking show that he could be healthy and be the player that he was last year because I yeah. wasn't buying it. Not. I knew Isaiah was fucking wicked, but, I, like, last year he really got down. He shocked the fuck. Oh, out. He, he, he was, was on, special. Like, he, was he was special last year. Like, Yeah, like, when I was like, all right, this magic's going to end. This, like, insanity little fucking tour is going to come to a halt. But he just kept <laughs> fucking smashing it. But, but, you know, he's a little fucker. And, you know, you, you come back with, a, like, a fucking hip like that, like a hip injury like that. I got to see you at 100%. And without Kyrie... I don't know how powerful that on switch is anymore because, you know, at the end of the day, you got someone like Kyrie. LeBron can coast and, and, and take yeah. some time off, and, and, and Kyrie could carry you. So I don't know. The pieces are getting older. They're getting worn down. Like what else are they supposed to say when they go, you know, we're bored? That's what they're going to say. We're bored. We're, we're out of shape. Mm -hmm. But I don't know, man. They, they Seven games in, and they already look sluggish as shit. <laughs> There's probably an off on switch, but it's not as powerful as last year. I'll tell well, you yeah, much. like I mean, if the off switch is now them losing to uh, the Knicks and uh, Brooklyn in blowout losses, mm. that's like more off than you hope. 
Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, if you're a Cavs fan, like that's again, you know, you know, I don't want to be that guy who like talks ourselves in, especially as a Raptors fan. <laughs> I don't want to talk ourselves into being like, honestly, I think LeBron's done. I mean, like, what, no, when LeBron's done, I think we'll know it because I think it will be like him retiring or yeah. or something. You know, like he's he's that special of a player. But but yeah, James, what, like how, how are you feeling about the on off switch thing? Like, here's my thing. I feel that uh, I think Kyrie is a bit underrated by the league because mm-hmm. of what he can do in the playoffs. He's like the exact opposite of the Raptors. Like he's kind of right eh, in the in the regular season. Yeah, he, and, like he mails in a lot of games. Yeah, and he in the in the playoffs is incredible. Yeah, and. Yeah, he's unbelievable. Secondly, I think losing Richard Jefferson and his podcast is going to be very detrimental (laughs) to the the team spirit. It was was him and And who else? Channing Fry. And Channing Fry. That's amazing. That's where, you know, the revelations of of Kyrie's uh, Flat Earth 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 came out. And, and you know. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, they traded Jefferson. And and Jefferson has been a nice player. He has. And I think he's a a glue guy. You know, locker room and and that veteran kind of presence. The other thing is I think that – uh, the specter of LeBron leaving is going to hang oh, over that team cute. all totally season. Agree. And I think that uh, I could, you know, again, you shouldn't, you know, by now we should know never to doubt LeBron. Yeah. But I I have. It is a bit weird, though. I, yeah. I well, well, when he's like, I'm, you know, yeah. acti- like I've, I've left, you know, teams that thought I was going to stay there twice already. Yes. And you know, his legacy isn't about staying with the Cavs. No, like I he think he did his thing. He won their championship well, for them, and and I think he hates Dan Gilbert. Oh, for sure. I you think know. every like like Dan Gilbert has got to be like top three hated GM. Yes, right? absolutely. Yeah. James Dolan, maybe. Yeah, um, Garpax. Yeah, wait, wait. Who, who's that again? Garpax. Garpax of Chicago. Oh, it's Chicago. Yeah. Oh my god, that guy's a disaster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like, I, I mean, he he like for a winning a winning owner, it's like like you know like yeah, it, it's. it's ugh. So I, I think I you know we'll see, but I think that if LeBron doesn't make the finals this year, uh, I wouldn't. I say it now in October when, or I guess you know just beginning of November. Yeah. That he, it's not. It wouldn't be so surprising if you look at the you know the fact that this team has lost a couple of core personalities and hasn't replaced them with people who I think are going to be as dominant. I mean, with weighted. I mean, Rose, I don't know how many words of English he speaks. Yeah, uh, like for his sure. Vo- his vocabulary is pretty limited. Yeah, and his like, basketball vocabulary is like even more limited. Yeah, and Wade, I think, brings a side of decadence to LeBron's life of going to dinners. And, oh, you man, know, I was like- just listening to podcasts <laughs> that were talking about like how, how uh, like their life now is just like Instagramming wine. Yeah, exactly. Um, which is nice. I'm, ha- <laughs> sure. I'm actually happy for both of them. Yeah, it sounds but, great. But like, yeah. you know, do they have the killer instinct? Does Wade care about getting another ring? Like. Yeah, I feel like they want to win, but it, it's a dangerous thing when you think you can just turn it on and win, especially with like teams, um, you know, kind of, you know, everyone's out to get you. Like we're, we're seeing that with the Warriors a little bit, which we'll touch on in a sec. But, you know, you know, if you're taking e- taking it easy against Brooklyn, they're yeah. not taking it easy no. against you. They Absolutely. know it's a huge game. Like yeah. when Some we play teams, the Cavs. Man. Sorry, go ahead. You know, some of these teams, no, some of these teams smell like they smell blood already, and they don't want fucking LeBron to, to make it to his goddamn record championship appearance. You know, totally. Like they want to be the, the teams that, that that knock this guy out and stop his shit. You know, like yeah. the Bucks are a team who they're not even one hundred percent healthy because they got to get Parker back, and and you know they're going to be. I guarantee you that team by March is going to be fucking swinging for the fences. Mm-hmm. They're going to be fucking on fire. Yeah, and uh, I, w- you know, I wouldn't be Raps surprised still, if there was a, a Parker trade in there too. 
I, Cause, me either. Because that Bucks team is definitely trying to gear up, you know, f- for like uh, as far as their long term core, and like I'm sure they want to they, they want to win around in the playoffs, big time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, same with Boston. Same with the Raps. Same, same with uh, the Wiz. You know, mm-hmm. so like. I, I, I mean, a lot of these teams fucking feel that, that this might be the year that they get over the hump and they, and they make it to the finals. So, uh, do you guys you know? uh, do you guys feel like this uh, this Nets pick is a game changer for the Cavs? Is like because it's it's pretty like it's pretty in the middle of what we're talking about right now. So if you're if you're Dan Gilbert and you're kind of like I'm pretty sure LeBron's gonna leave, trading that pick would be insane. Yeah, you know what I mean. Or you know, or if it's kind of like. Let's trade this pick. Let's try and even if LeBron leaves, let's try and win another championship because like what if it's what if that pick is I don't know, I don't want to say boogie or like that's the first person who comes to mind, but what what if it's a player that really does make it work for them? Yeah. You know? Um that's yeah. the sort of crucial thing about Isaiah when Isaiah comes back. Yeah. Relative for to sure. the trade deadline to see if he can actually play basketball or if he, you know, has to go and play like murder ball in a wheelchair because he can't. Yeah, murder <laughs> ball. Oh my god, that's like a 15-year reference. That is a great documentary. <laughs> Please check out Murder Ball. It's a wonderful documentary. Um it's very competitive and violent. That was my takeaway. Yeah, I think he'd be great um, at it. Yeah, yeah, he'd be oh, he'd be awesome at it. Well, it's funny with Isaiah too because it's like he's a pretty you know um, obviously not on defense but uh, on offense he's a pretty physical guy. He's throwing his body. He's using his hip a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you know, and he do- he doesn't really have the slow-paced craftiness of Lowry. Mm-hmm. Even though Lowry's physical too, it kind of in a different way. Like oh, every time Lowry takes a charge from a big man now, I'm like. We well, love you yeah. already, man. Yeah, yeah, we love yeah. you so much. Please don't take those Jokic charges. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, this guy's taking an on back knee to the fucking sternum. <laughs> He's flying. And oh third. man, this is the best reference easy. podcast ever. <laughs> <laughs> like someone's got to sneak the raid in there, or, or yeah, on back fucking knee. Oh my god! First time I saw on back was in, mm. I was traveling and I was in France. And the, uh, there's this part where this like fighter comes out called Mad Dog, and we were watching it, watching it in French, and French was so good because uh, we weren't watching it with captions or whatever, and you know you don't need to for Ong back. and um, all you hear is like this guy go Mon Dieu, say Mad Dog, and the guy comes out with like a chair and smashes it on somebody's head. It was, it was great. Um, yeah. Oh man, Mon Dieu, say Mad Dog. That's right. When I, when I was 18, that was a really like yeah. big part of my life. <laughs> Mon Dieu, say Mad Duck. Um, that's amazing. Uh, okay, yeah, I feel like we've we've talked up the Cavs a bunch. Um, obviously, we'll see see where that's all at. Um, bunch of NBA things we want to touch on, so maybe we'll just we'll I'll speed it up a little bit here. But um, how are you guys feeling about uh, all these rookies? There's a lot of exciting rookies. Obviously, there's like you know the, the the major players, but there's a lot of interesting ones, including OG and including a bunch of people. So uh, yeah, maybe I'll I don't know who I started with last time. It doesn't really matter. Alex, uh, go to Alex. I'll, I'll go to Alex. Okay, Alex, is there is there a rookie that that's uh, standing out to you, or is there a bunch of rookies? But, well, obviously, obviously Simmons. Like I haven't watched a lot of uh, Sixers games, but you just see his like box score and you see the highlights, and you're like, fuck this kid, but. I don't, there's something about him. Is his shot off that kid? Like, does he? Can he not? Oh, shoot? his shot is very bad. Mm. No, his yeah. shot is. Uh, 
It's weird when someone's a rookie because because like you know you don't want to focus on all the bad things and you know there's certain developments gonna come. But um, as far as someone like when you're a ball handler and you have a really bad shot, it's gonna end up like over time defenses are gonna. We're already seeing it this early in the season with DeLon Wright. Mm-hmm. People yeah. are, you know, they're starting to adjust how they play him in the pick and roll. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, it, the shot's going to be a big deal with Simmons. Yeah. So, like, I mean, I watched a Laker game yesterday, so I, I, I did get a chance to see ball and stuff. That, that oh, yeah. I've watched some. He's going to be wicked, man. He's just got – there's just a bit of, like, confidence and a bit of the game that, like, once he figures out the speed, like, you could just tell the way he spaces all, all his teammates and his passing. Oh, yeah. He's fucking dope. But Kuzma – that oh yeah, Kuzma is like yeah, exactly. Yeah, mm. he, he Kuzma is like. At first, I was like, is this all like Lakers hype? But no, uh, man, no Kuzma's shoot. got some game. He looks good. Sorry. He's real good. You know, he's going under the radar, obviously, because he's like a high pick. But he's real good, man. Um, James, any rookies uh, you got to talk about? Yeah, I mean, I I think this is, you know, it seems right now like it's the best uh, rookie class in a very long time. I yeah. mean, it so it goes. So deep. There's uh, what's his face in Chicago, who's like probably their best player. Oh yeah, L- L- Lowry Markinen. Markinen, yeah. yeah, exactly. He looks like what everyone wanted Barniani to be. Yeah, yeah, he's good, man. Yeah. He's real good. Yeah, and then I mean, there's like you know Dennis Smith Jr. Dennis Smith Jr. is like obviously like a a dunk off candidate, and yeah. with, and with Carlisle, I, I I watched a bit of Dennis J- Smith Jr. and he's. He hasn't impressed me as like he's not doesn't look like he's rookie of the year like some people were saying he no, might be no, but so. if Carlisle's that high on you yeah. and you're like a freakish athlete yeah. it's going to work out. Yeah, and I yeah. feel like they just make a lot of time for him as well yeah. like you know I mean they're they're kind of a funny situation the Mavs cuz they're like they're like you know sort of denying the existence of Nerlens Noel. Uh, uh, what know. is that? Okay, the Nerlens no- Noel thing is just a weird super strange. That that Markel Fultz there's yeah. a couple of like, just weird storylines yeah. out Fultz there. Fultz is super huh? weird because he one Markel, he looks like he's yeah, like so, ten years old. You know, he looks so young and oh, seems yeah. so young. And then he, he also he, can't raise his arms. He had to get hurt. He had to have some like off season. Like, got chopped off a dirt bike or <laughs> because like how the fuck <laughs> is that, that like a weird Monta Ellis? Like, remember when, remember when Monta Ellis wiped out on a Vespa? <laughs> yeah, he did. Bad. I'm serious. Um, <laughs> uh, sorry, go, go ahead, Alex. He well, you know, he tweaks his shot, and then the next two days later, they're like, "Oh, he can't move his arms." Like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and, something's up. And what a change from Hinky to Colangelo, because like Colangelo, you can just see like it's just fireworks over there. Like the patience <laughs> is gone, yeah. and like um, you know, a weird thing I thought was a uh, Fultz's agent um comes out and is like uh. He was like, I forget exactly what he said, but he was talking about oh, yeah, like, they yeah, what fluid he in. He's like, okay, they took fluid out. Is what his first statement was. Yes. He's like, we got it wrong. They put fluid in. It yeah, was like, it was like, and then Colangelo <laughs> has a press conference. Yeah. It's like, man, this like this is not the hinky era. Yeah. Like, different. Uh, I don't know. A bunch of stuff's going on, and and I don't. M- maybe Fultz's agent is like, you're not gonna embed him, yeah, or you're not going to. You're not yeah, gonna yeah. make my player rest a full season. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, so ma- weird. Ma- maybe like I, I can't remember the last time an agent came out and started talking about their players like injury status. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was weird. Uh, my like the the rookie just because you know you guys touched on Simmons and Ball, who are I think you know that's probably going to be where the rookie race is. Mm-hmm. Although it does seem like Simmons is kind of the clear front runner at this point. Yeah. Um, but uh, 
for me, deer and fox is really interesting because I'm always excited when someone enters the NBA and they're like, guess what? I'm the fastest player in the NBA mm-hmm. from day one. He's just like, I'm a 19-year-old and I can run faster than everybody else. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, obviously Westbrook and Wall and and these guys, but um, Fox looks like he's immediately one of the fastest players in the NBA. Like, he doesn't even use a move to get past people. It's just, like, in half-court scenarios, just blowing by people with, like, lots of layup room. And, you know, I don't blame anyone for not watching Sacramento Kings games. (laughs) Um, But but he's excited. He he looks interesting. and uh, I think, you know, I think OG is going to end up being like a, maybe a top five, top seven rookie because yes. he, he seems like he's got a lot going on. Yeah. You think all NBA first team with OG? <laughs> uh, I think there's all a good NBA chance. Rookie. Yeah. All rookie. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. All, all rookie. <laughs> I, I was just going to go with you. I was going to be like, yeah, all yeah, NBA yeah, first exactly. team. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Tatum too. He's pretty fucking good. He's oh yeah, well. we, we haven't even talked about Tatum. Tatum looks like he, you know, he's one of these guys who is not going to have that much rookie. Sh- no, I, exactly. I, I, I think we're seeing a lot of so poise from a lot of rookies. Yeah, like, yeah. Like I don't know who the disaster rookies are this year. Well, like, it could be Fultz. Oh, Fultz. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah sorry. Fultz. No, yeah, yeah. Because he's the first overall. And and yeah, yeah. who knows? I mean, he. Who, no, he's the guy. Who for knows? Sure. Yeah. He, he's the disa- he's like he's a clear front runner for the. Weird disaster rookie. I mean, the other thing is that rookies often take like it's crazy how many rookies look this good like this fast. Totally. Rookies can take four or five years before. And yeah, I mean, and Steph Curry. You know, like we didn't for know sure. in 2010 that he was going to be this. And that's okay too. Yeah, exactly. Like, like most rookies don't come into the NBA. Um, you know, most of them have like like the the top guys have like huge flashes. Yeah, but it takes like a couple of years for them to really contribute to winning. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So. Uh, like, you know, I'm sure Lonzo Ball um, will be exciting. But, you know, I wouldn't expect the Lakers to um, – <clears throat> and maybe I'm showing some of my, like, my old Lakers hate. But, Fuck the Lakers. Yeah. But, like, I wouldn't expect the Lakers to be making the playoffs. Like, no. if I had to put money on it, I'd say they make the playoffs in, like, four years. Unless, um, yeah, unless LeBron goes there next year. Yeah, exactly. Unless, But, mm. I don't know, there's something about, like – I think if LeBron – I know we're going back to LeBron. But I think if LeBron goes to the Lakers, he'll be like – Okay, love magic. Uh, you need to trade Lavar Ball. Yeah, um, yeah. he's like all. Yeah, he needs to trade your, uh, your dad. Uh, Lonzo's dad. Yeah, like first things first, he'll be like, I need to know that like Lavar is in Antarctica, and yeah, like you exactly. know we we need like a twenty four hour cam of him like ice fishing yeah. because I love Lavar. Oh, I actually kind of yeah. love him too, yeah. and like, uh, you know, there's there's some kind of crappy stuff with him. Yeah, he's annoying, but he's, I mean, you know, the, the, the guy supports his kids maybe a little too too well, over the top. I wish my dad fucking gave me that support. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but, but actually, one thing I love about LeVar, and I think he's gotten too much criticism for this, is the whole shoe stuff. Because, you know, maybe I'm going too deep into NBA stuff here, but a lot of these players have unfair deals as far as like um, – uh, These NCAA unfair, unfair, kids? Yeah, well, no, when they come into NBA, you know, everyone's so desperate for money that 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 Nike and, and Adidas and and Under Armour, you know, they're 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 really not giving them. I know it's it's hard to kind of conceptualize this because it's so much money, but based on how much money these companies are mm. making, in a lot of ways, they're still exploiting these players. So I'm all for this movement for players to be like, wait a second, 
we could maybe just be our own shoe company. Yeah. And obviously it's not really accessible shoes having like $500 Lonzo's or or whatever, (laughs) but I am into these players kind of, you know, not letting Nike brand them and branding themselves. And I, I'd I'd like that for, I'd appreciate if that was a phenomenon in the NBA. Cause like there was that whole Paul George thing where he got messed around for years and years Mm. and years. And there's like lawsuits and, and all that kind of I'm not like too knowledgeable when it comes to shoes but I know that uh yeah if you you know you try and quantify like how much money these players are making these huge companies they're not really getting that money back no are, are there any players that wear just like new balance cross trainers <laughs> There's gotta be. There's gotta be. There's gotta be. Like, there's gotta be a Steve Nash out there. Remember when Steve Nash is the MVP? They're like, okay, we want you to advertise for Nike, and he's like, no worries, Acer computers. (laughs) He was like, healthy juice, Acer computers. They're like, oh man, this guy needs to not be the MVP anymore. He's trashing our company. I love that. That was like just classic. Yeah, there's gotta be some guy who, yeah, who rocks some New Balance. Again, I'm not too knowledgeable for shoes. Um, but there's got to be somebody out there who's uh, who's down with that. <laughs> it's cross trainers. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. So so we touched on the rookies, touched on LeBron. Um, this might just be an open and shut kind of conversation, but is is there any reason to be you know worried or not? Worry's not the right word, but um, should Golden State like should should or should we still look at Golden State like it's a open and shut? you know, they got the championship in their back pocket type of thing? Or are some of these early losses, um, you know, giving you some confidence about, like, maybe they could be pressed a bit harder than, than, than they've been pressed uh, the last couple of years? Um, maybe I'll, I'll start with you, Alex. Uh, you know, you, you, you want to hope the league is competitive, but, yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ, uh, they're, just too, they're just too strong, man. Just, and they just got better from last year, and they're just – I mean, you got fucking three of the best fucking shooters, mm-hmm. you know, maybe like ever you have yeah. fucking three of the best. Durant's like one of the best scorers of all time. Do, do, you, it all. do you think maybe though their bench is, is a little bit thinner than <sighs> previous years? Not really, man. I, I Honestly, I don't think their bench, <laughs> even let's say it did get shittier. I don't think it got shittier enough for them to even, the only thing that could happen is an injury to, to yeah. one of their four that, that maybe, you know, it's uh maybe. Uh, what about Houston? Still win? Mm-hmm. Can Houston push them more than other teams have pushed them in previous years? Yeah, yeah, Houston could push them, but I mean, maybe I'm too high on Houston. I love Harden. I love D'Antoni. Mm. Um, yeah, no, I like Houston a lot. I mean, I mean, we got to see them what happens when Paul comes back. But I mean, Gordon's yeah. playing fucking great, and I mean, I really do like Capella. I think he's really good too. But um, I don't know. I just Golden State just so fucking good, man. Yeah. How are you feeling about Golden State, James? Can anyone push them more than they have been pushed? Um, yeah, I think that I do think that the early season struggles are not. Uh, it's like nothing. It's, right? it's nothing. Yeah. But I no. do think that uh, the if you look at Durant's career, he historically has been injured many play a playoff. And yeah, so, he's more and that Jones fracture, man. People yeah. forget about that. that's like that's the that's like that Achilles. You know, some of the very worst injuries you can have. Yeah. So I, I that's think- who I was saying when I was like, you know, that's what I was thinking. I don't want to put names and jinx anybody, but like, yeah, yeah it, like if Durant goes down, then we have a fuck. Then they got a problem. Yeah. A huge problem. I think they can. I mean, it's not to say that they're still an incredibly good team yeah. as is. 
That said, uh, if that happens and it's it's not uh, out of the realm of possibility, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, that's why I think it's not. I don't like the inevitability that people say just because there are there's so many things that can happen. Oh man, yeah, I've I've never really been one of those guys. Like, I think that's a bit more of a casual NBA fan thing to be like, oh man, I don't like these super teams and and I don't like um, you know the it being like a Golden State favorite. It's like. Because if you if you really want to do it, like Bulls were a super team, Lakers were a super team, Celtics were a super team, like like almost every championship team ever has been a super team with multiple Hall of Famers. Yeah, and at the beginning of the season, that's been a known yeah. thing. Um, there's a couple exceptions, obviously, and but- also a lot of the, those like teams do end up. I mean, I do think this Warriors team is particularly special when they're totally healthy. But yeah. like remember the when the Lakers added like Carl Malone and For we were sure, like, we were like exactly. this team Peyton. is gonna destroy yeah. everything. Yeah. And then they you know lost they the business. Yeah. So that was I, amazing. Yeah. And th- and th- and and uh touching on what Alex said, um or, or or maybe as you said it about Durant, you know, the Carl Malone did get injured. Exactly. And that was huge. So, you know, if uh, yeah, I I I think I think I, Injury to any of their big four, like for a long period, would would be pretty huge. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, but yeah, I think it's it's still we have to wait for that to happen yeah. for, for the narrative to really change, or or we would have to wait for like a a, a bigger struggle than yes. losing a couple like rando games. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I am enjoying watching teams really go at them. I yeah. thought we, we you know, past couple job. years, you like the the Raptors have, you know, we've taken it to them like a, a little bit. Like this is, I think this is our closest. Uh, you know, we had a, like a five point lead with a minute and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah we had them. I still, yeah, I, in my in my head, I'm like, Golden State is gonna figure this out. Mm-hmm. But I, my heart was like, oh, oh man, is this? Because that would be a, that at that, that point in this season, yeah, we would we would have like. We would have like massacred Portland more than we already yeah. did, yeah. Uh, yeah. Or maybe not. I don't know. Who knows? It's it's hard to figure out like player psyche and stuff. And hmm. um, cool. So a couple more things. Uh, how are you guys feeling about the East? Uh, again, is it is it a sample size thing? Is it too early? Uh, but you you know teams like Detroit, Orlando is the one team where I'm like, what the hell? No. Um, you know, I was high on Aaron Gordon when he got drafted. But then you know when it when it, when uh, it's hard when a player can't find a fit for a couple years. Um, I definitely love Ross more than most uh, Raptors fans. I think he's a you know good shooter, good spacer. Um, uh, you know what's happening there? Is is Vogel like no no? I'm a good coach. I'm making this happen. Or is it just like a bunch of lucky wins? The Spurs like smashing was what kind of piqued my interest. Mm. Um, James, yeah, we'll, we'll start with you. Like, it doesn't have to be Orlando. No, but, um, but with the East, like, you know, are we living in the upside down? <laughs> or, you know what I mean? Or, 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 or is it kind of like things will settle? Uh, well, like, if my brain says things will settle, but my heart says, like, you know, I these are good coaches. This yeah. is the thing. These I know, that, that's a big coaches. thing for me, too. Like, Stan Van Gundy and Vogel, I think, is actually a pretty good coach. Totally. And it's it's kind of like, uh, it's even even like the, the, you know, the Nets beating the Cavs, like, I think mm-hmm. that the... The Nets, I have no idea what to think about. Well, because yeah, like, I have no idea, because Russell is like, okay, yeah. all right. Yeah, yeah. Um, But then it's like... I, I like know, the I, Nets. I, but I look at their roster and I'm like, I'm everything they, tells me that this roster is like 
trash. Yeah. Like they, hot they, trash. But I don't know. It doesn't they're not playing like trash. Yeah. The coach they got a good fucking coach. Yeah. Russell looks a little I mean, I get all these fucking Nets games all the time. So Russell looks a little more jacked. He looks a little bigger. He looks and, good. And I mean, not being in LA has got to help you too, right? You, you you're yeah. playing with without that fucking you know market breathing down your fucking neck. And all he the had time. that Kobe year, which is like yeah. For every every player yeah. that was on that roster for the for the Kobe you know that was terrible documentary yeah, yeah, year. Bullshit. Yeah, like that was that was like a throne. That was like our Bruno first year where we yeah. didn't have a D League team. <laughs> Mm. and you can't even do anything in the NBA and somebody dunks on you in the uh, summer league and you actually start to ball. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which I know I'm like ripping on him, but that would be me. Yeah. Like yeah. if someone dunked on me that hard, yeah. like I, you'd feel a part of your soul leave. Yeah. yeah. And, and you'd probably cry. Yeah. Like I don't mind athletes that cry because yeah. I'm like, you're you're that emotional. I'm, I'm into it. I'm into yeah. it. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but they have a they have a couple guys who like Levert is not bad. He yeah. can't really shoot, but he's not bad. And they got Rhonda Hall. What's his name? Hall is Jefferson. R- 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 Rhonda Hall is Jefferson. And Cr- R- he's a fucking the good crab. Too. Crab as well is good. It's Cr- good. Crab looks good. Food. Yeah. Damari Carroll is uh, Actually, doing all the things that he was right. supposed to do. Yeah, exactly. Uh, for the Raptors. Damari uh, Carroll. Yeah, what a fuck, pile of shit. Yeah. Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's playing great. Honestly, he God, is playing great. Um, fucking idiot! Have you you haven't seen him around your neighborhood at like the local deli or anything like that? <laughs> yeah, at the bodega. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he's taking care of the cats the... at the bodega. He takes care of all the bodega cats. <laughs> that's it. Um, that's his thing. Animal rights. I, the east. I think the east is. Yeah, I think they're gonna come back down a little bit. I mean, Orlando. What are they? Five and two, but they've had like like Vuj. What's his name? Vucic. What Vujicic. the fuck's his name? Vujicic. I always get Vucic. I just say Vucci Main because that that reminds me <laughs> of Vucevic. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, Vucci Main had like a forty-four point game, and like Gordon had a forty-point game. Yeah, like, Gordon's forty-one point game. Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah. That was, but yeah, like Alfred Payton, Gordon. You know, they're all they're both in their. Third, third, fourth year. Yeah. Um. So that's kind of when. Kid. Yeah, Fournier. He's good. Fournier is yeah. very good. Like, I, I don't know if they're gonna keep on winning, but I mean, they're, they're off to a, definitely a hot start, and they got guys who could ball, but I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, the who heat, knows? The Heat looked terrible, which is kind of hilarious. Who? The Heat. Oh, the Heat. Yeah. I, oh man, that's like I'm gonna give myself a bit of credit for calling that. Yeah. Because everyone's like. The Heat, they're gonna like push the, uh, the 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 four teams in the East, and I was like, no, I think that's Milwaukee, because yeah. yeah. like the Heat, mm-hmm. everyone just remembered the, how they ended the year, but I'm like, you, it's important to remember how they started <laughs> yeah, the year, yeah, yeah. yeah, and also, I don't know, one year of James Johnson buying in does not a Freddie believer make, yeah, Do you, you know, when you're relying on the young waiters, James yeah. Johnson, White, yeah. I mean, Whiteside's amazing, but he's also like kind of. Well, I think they have a bunch of like okay players, which, you know, is maybe like a seventh or eighth Eastern Conference team. But I don't think that that's enough for you to really push. Yeah. You know, do you want to touch on the Grizzlies really quick? Yeah, we, we I think our deepest cut of this other, episode is uh, <laughs> Stephen Mann, uh, famous <laughs> casting director and hilarious dude, um, <laughs> friend of the podcast. He wants to talk about he wants us to talk about the Grizzly bench, yeah, which is a super deep cut. But you know they're head of the West. Um, did you got their depth chart up there? Yeah, I've got the I've got the reserves that are killing it. Okay, let's just let's just play a little game first. <laughs> let's see who we can name. Uh, we'll, we'll go one by one. Let's see what bench players we can even name. Okay. <laughs> um, so, so for this purpose, uh, Matt, 
if you're looking at, I don't know if you're looking at like the Yahoo depth chart, but all the guys who are like second in command. So it would be like the backup center to Marcus Hole. Oh. Let, let's see if we can name those five guys. All right. Are you looking at it, Matt? Yeah, I've got them. I've got them here. Okay. Yeah. So uh, Alex, we'll start with you. Can Can you name uh, one of I'm those five with, guys? I'm gonna go with the Canadian guy off the top, Brooks, Dylan Brooks. He's, Dylan Brooks. He, he, what is he? Is he like a small forward? Uh, he's a yep. he's a two or a three, but is that, he's is that a, pretty good. Dylan Brooks is yeah. Is, is that a ding, Matt? That's Are a we, ding. That's a that's a hot ding. Yeah. Um, okay. I that's, follow my Canucks, man. He's a rookie, and he's a, he's been playing pretty good. But he's yeah. a rookie yeah. too. Oh yeah. man. Um, James, can can you name a? There's Bacon. That's that's the guy. Bacon. Yeah. Is there is there a fellow named Bacon? <laughs> no, he's in the Hornets, isn't he? Is he? Yeah, there's no Bacon oh, here. Oh, <laughs> damn. Bacon but, and know, eggs, baby. Um, <laughs> I, the the guy I'm thinking of is Jamichael Green, but he actually might be he's their starting starter. He's a starter. Yeah, yeah he's you, a starter, Jamichael Green. Okay, so yeah. that's an X for me, uh, Alex. Do, do you have another yeah, guy? Yeah, what's his name? Fucking. Uh, White guy played on the Mavs, took about three years off. Now he's playing good again. Parsons? Oh, Parsons. Yes. Is he starting? Parsons. Oh, I just thought he was starting. Yeah. He's a Is he part- starting? No, he's a part of the bench. He's, he's part, part of the bench. Wow. Yeah. Okay, Alex, two for two. Yeah, damn. Yeah. James, you got anyone besides Bacon? Uh, <laughs> Is Mario Chalmers on that team still? <gasps> ding, ding, ding. Oh! There's another one. There's yeah. another one. Oh, man. Okay, I got to, like, step up here. Okay, there's got to be a big man in there. Um, who is their big man? Okay, they lost Randolph. Oh, right. Right? Yeah, right. Yeah, he's on. Okay, yep. that, that was amazing because I said right, and <laughs> yeah. I also ding think ding. Alex's doorbell <laughs> did ring. My doorbell did ring. Um, is that someone being like, what the hell are you doing on this amateur <laughs> podcast? Or, uh, <laughs> so who, who, who are we missing, Matt? Who's the... Uh, there's, oh, an, there's another guy who's a uh, uh, six-foot-six guard. Okay, wait. Alex is two for two, so okay. let, let's let him guess. Can you yeah. guess the last uh, Grizzlies bench guy? Yeah. Oh, uh, what's his name? He's... um. Another guy who disappeared and now he's back. Fuck. Who did he play for? God damn it. Um, part of his first uh, name stinks. Part of his. Oh, that's a weird. That's a weird clue that did nothing for me. Part but... of his first name stinks. Yeah. Wow, oh, Smelly Dan. <laughs> no. Um. I don't know. Say he reeks a little bit. Oh. Oh man. Okay, Alex, uh, you get the first guess. Uh, I can't fucking... Th- he played on uh, goddamn uh, Sacramento. Sacramento. Yeah. I'm only going with rhymes. I'm saying I'm thinking Jody Meeks, but he's <laughs> no, no. Detroit, I'm pretty sure. No, I gave you Tyreek the word. Evans. Tyreek Evans. Yeah. Yeah. Tyreek oh. Evans. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Oh, Reek. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. wow. Yeah. <laughs> I, I went to two places and not that at all. I was like, first of all, Game of Thrones. Yeah, I was going to say like, it could Reek. be... Um, Guy so, with no genitals. Yeah, yeah. Oh God, Reek. Remember that yeah. storyline, everybody? Yeah. yeah. So they're <laughs> they're killing it right now. Five and two Grizzlies, and that's your that's your bench, folks. That's our that's our super deep cut. Um, yeah, we've talked about sustainability a lot. Can can the Grizzlies keep this up? James? I think yes. I, I mean, yeah, not, they, not not like no, they won't be the first in the West, but yeah. I think they're like there was a lot of questions about who outside of like. You know, the top four, Oklahoma, Houston, Spurs, and, mm-hmm. and Golden State would be yeah. in the playoffs. And I think... A lot of people picked the Grizzlies to not make the exactly. playoffs this year. And I think... I, I Crazy. I think that's... Yeah. We're, we're showing that that is just completely yeah, false. Th- and they were like, trade Marcus all to the Cavs. Like, they've got stuff that you'd want. And it's like, that, hell <laughs> yeah. no. That's not... Yeah, hell no, man. Yeah. Um, also, credit to, like, the Gasol brothers for being, like, giant 
plotters from a different era who are like, no, we're still good. Yeah. Yeah. Like the the faster the game gets, the slower we get. Yeah. Yeah, They're Um, sick. They're awesome. I like the coach. I think I think he's a, I think that as a good coach, and I think yeah, that Fisdale. Have, yeah, Fisdale's yeah, a fucking good coach. Oh, take that, take that for data. That is like such a huge <laughs> Matt. Do you, do you know this? What he was talking about, like uh, like um. Well, I feel like James, you might know it more. Well, what did he say? He had a freak out after a, a Spurs a rant. game. Yeah, he had a and rant in the, in the playoffs when he was. I mean, I can't actually remember what, yeah, what but he was he just really talking spikes about. It with take that, take, take that, that for data. data. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's amazing. It's like I don't know if it was about analytics or he was like yeah, it was talking about, the about free throws. Yeah. Oh right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, they, got the, they got to the line twenty times. We got down. We got there three times. He's like, "You do the math. Take that for data." <laughs> yeah, it was cool. And he like kind of knew he was being cool. Yeah. It was He's awesome. Cool as shit. Yeah, I love when a coach is just kind of like. I love when coaches make the news in yeah. general because you yeah. know it's a little bit like the Jason Kidd drink spill. Yeah. Like, anytime it's like a weird coach thing, it's it's cool. Um, I think that's. I think I think we're almost there. Um, just I'm just gonna have a quick look here and see if there's uh, any last things we 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 missed. Um, one sec here. Actually, Matt, do you want to load up the pro line thing? Oh, pro line. Yeah. Whoa. You know, pro line we don't really talk about it, but we should go there. Would you guys be down with making some fake bets? Yes. Oh yeah, let's make uh, it real. You know what I mean? Uh, I say you know what I mean a lot, <laughs> and it just kind of flows out naturally. I think I'm down with it, but yeah, yeah. I think I think that's basically it. Um. Oh no, wait a second. I forgot about the the thing I wanted to lead with for the NBA. We we can't have a podcast this early in the season without talking about Giannis Antetokounmpo. Um, Beautiful pronunciation, by the way. Yeah. yeah you nailed that. Did yeah. I nail it? You did nail it. Yeah. Well, everyone says the Greek freak, and I don't know if I'm too sensitive of a person, but I always, like, every time there's a name that's, like, a bit mean, even if it works, I'm kind of like, but do they like that? Yeah. I always felt that way about big baby Glenn Davis. Right. Like, that's <laughs> such a good name. Yeah. But it comes from... Kevin Durant yelling at him and him crying on the bench. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? But there's always a part of me where I'm like, are we like... Being bullies? Are we being bullies, yeah. you know? Um, maybe I'm being too sensitive, but... Uh, you might be. I might be. I might be. Um, but, man, yo, so, okay, so uh, I was just... Uh, I think I got this from the um, the Sports <laughs> Illustrated podcast. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was Ben Golver. I hope, I hope it was. But... Um, they were going through top 10 PER seasons of all time. And in the top 10 lists, uh, it's basically three players. And uh, Steph Curry squeaks in at uh, the 10th place. It's LeBron, Wilt Chamberlain, um, and uh, – no, sorry. Uh, it's, it's LeBron, um, Jabbar, and uh, Jordan. Right. So those, they occupy the top nine spots right. for best PER seasons ever. Right. So at this point in the season, again, everything's said with the qualifier if it's early in the season. But uh, Giannis is is well <coughs> in first place. So that's even impressive for a seven-game stretch. I, I felt that way with DeRozan last year with his scoring. You know, it's like even though it's only seven or eight or nine games, it's like it's still impressive. That's a huge chunk yeah. of, this, of the 82-game season. It's a pretty sizable one anyways. Um, is... Uh, I guess, you know what? Let's make some bold calls. Alex, do you think he's going to be the MVP? I do. I really do. 
I, I think he's I mean he he's putting up crazy numbers already and I think I, I think it's like can, 34 <laughs> 10 and 6 and you know and blocks he's shooting and steals. like 60% and stuff and I, he's just he's going to he's got the Westbrook thing going on man he doesn't have anybody really on his team except totally. for spacers and shooters Well yeah. he's like Westbrook he's, and Harden except he's plays defense Yes you know yeah. what I mean yeah. like and he's playing in the east I mean his numbers yeah, are going to get inflated he's for not sure. going to play He's not playing as obviously against the quality like the West. Uh, I think, yeah, dude. I think the guy's gonna win the MVP. I don't, I don't, I don't know who's, I don't know who's gonna beat him. Yeah, at this point, it's like there's a there's the usual kind of suspects like you know Kawhi and obviously I guess Harden and um, and yeah, Steph Harden. and Durant and, and 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 all these guys. But I think this early in the season, until he starts to slow down a bit. It's like yeah. it's his to lose. How do you feel I, about Giannis, uh, James? I think I mean he's he's incredible. I think he's sort of a future the future LeBron James like figure. Mm-hmm. I, th- I mean I could really see his career mimicking like LeBron James's time in Cleveland, where he has like a couple good people, but ultimately his team at best overplays their abilities. You know? Oh, like, so are you kind of already going towards the whole like, like I wonder, Milwaukee's not going to build around him properly? Or? We'll see. I mean, Jason, he like he maybe already has more talent than LeBron had, which like at best he had like Antoine Jameson and Ilkowskis. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like uh, he he's. I mean, the other yeah, I think the big thing is that the other guys kind of cannibalize each other a little bit by being mm-hmm. in the West, having tougher competition, yeah, for sure, and and also yeah. having better teams so they don't stick out as much. And I think yeah. he really sticks out, and he's also to watch him play is so incredible. Oh man, I, I remember like in I went to the uh, I forget which game I went to last year. I usually go to like one playoff game a year, and um, yeah, watching him in person, it's. Like, I mean, I see why the Greek freak is a good name. He yeah. he is he is legit freakish. Did his, you his layups you and dunks are effortless and and he doesn't he doesn't seem like a person who's like I don't know it doesn't seem like things are difficult for him and for mm-hmm. him being this young yeah it's insane. Sorry, uh, I cut you off, Alex. Uh, no, I was just gonna ask if you watched the any of the game last night or any of the highlights last night against the Thunder when he blocked uh, Carmelo. Carmelo made a fucking nasty ass spin move on him. Yeah, and I saw, he I just. Saw it. I mean, it was yeah. insane. Yeah, he's so long. Like you he's can't, so there's... long, and and, and um, people keep talking about like, oh my god, when he adds the three, and there's a part of me where I'm like, man, if you're, I guess yeah, add the three, but I don't know. He there's there's too much good to really nitpick. I yeah. think at he scores point. at will. So you know, the three, how high does he have to shoot a three for it to be as efficient as for the fact that he can just score anytime if he wants. Otherwise. Yeah. Ex- yeah. When yeah. you're, when you're averaging 34 points. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a bit of a moot point to be like, Oh, he should also add the three. Cause it's like, man, he's just racking up yeah. stats. So yeah. I don't know. It's uh, the three is not yet a concern. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. think. No. Um, yeah. Well, I think that's it for NBA. We'll uh, move on to some, some fake pro line bets. If, yeah. if you're ready, Matt. <laughs> Yeah, I'm ready for that. Okay, hit, hit us with some uh, tunes so people can uh, take a long break. <laughs> okay, guys, welcome to the Pro-Line I hope uh, you all segment. made it to the keg and back. It's the goodbye <laughs> Halloween part of the show. Ooh. Oh, my God. <laughs> you should have seen the look Matt gave me. <laughs> Like, the look he gave me was kind of just like... These bets are scary. I'll take a bite out of your 
like nose <laughs> penguin style. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like that's the way he's just like you in my sewer. Oh, bite your nose. <laughs> or I guess he bites somebody's nose at a party. He Whatever. does. Yeah. Um, that was pretty crazy. Um, <laughs> it was. That Devito, was a, man, yeah. he went in. Um, yeah, that, that that messed me up as a kid. You know my favorite thing about Danny DeVito in that movie? <laughs> what? Is that he tried to ask for like the Jack Nicholson deal where it was like, give me cuts of all f- future Batman movies. And they said no. They're like, no worries. <laughs> yeah. You're the penguin. They're like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like Jack Nicholson got that. Wow. Yeah. He got like huge cuts from like. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Probably not the Christian Bell ones, but the, you know, the, the other two shitty ones. <laughs> yeah. Some people, some people can play some yeah. crazy. Uh, or so some people are just like amazing at angling like financial deals. Like that, have you ever heard that the the St. Louis like it was the the ABA team um, when the NBA and the ABA were were going to join? Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget there was a St. Louis something and like St. Louis Spirits or something, and and uh, they made a deal that they had to get uh, um, future revenue from from the league, which no other team made. Yeah. So this team that you know basically like folded in the 70s has been making like nba money ever since the aba and the nba joined which is wow yeah, yeah. cheers to whoever that very rich already <laughs> yeah. person was wow. um so i've picked five i've picked five matches for tonight okay so uh, did do you have the do you still have the stats there or no uh, the previous stats. Yes, I don't have offhand, but okay. I think you and I were tied. Okay, I think that's so, how we finished. So here's how we do it. It's kind of like uh, for for anyone at home who doesn't know, uh, like the pro line betting or the point spread. Yeah, there's a team that will be favored by like uh, you know five and a half points, and if, if you pick that team to win, that means they need to win by six points. Yeah. Um, if you if you pick them to lose or not cover, that means uh, if they don't win by six points. If, even if they win by five points. That counts as a loss. Yeah, and you pick the other team. And we have yeah. our guests uh, pick independently, but your score we is to tally you together. Okay. So we have a long-term guest tally, which I think no one probably cares about. But <laughs> but me and Matt like stats, so we <laughs> yeah. just do it. Yeah. Um, uh, cool. Let's uh, let's uh, let's start it up. All um, right. Let's do Toronto at Denver. Maybe we'll start with James and go around, and uh, sure, Alex can be after you. Does that make sense? Yep. Uh, Sounds good. So Toronto at Denver, and Toronto has to spread by a point and a half, so, aka two. So Toronto, if you pick in Toronto, they win by two. And if you're picking, is it the Jazz or is it the Nuggets? Nuggets. Oh, it's the Nuggets. Nuggets yeah. Um, Toronto's Toronto's not uh, Denver's not favored. No, we're favored by, by two, two points on the road. Really? Yeah. So that means if you think the Raptors are going to win this, no, betting buddy, this on this. Ain't my first rodeo, pal. I know how to, I know what again. <laughs> okay, <laughs> fair enough. Sorry, sir. Uh, I, I I'm, yeah, I'll take I the did. Raptors. I'll take the Raptors. Take the over. Raptors by two. By over, yeah, the over. Um, Denver, Denver. Uh, you know what? I'm going to take the Raptors by two as well. Uh, just to give you my reasoning a little bit. Okay, sure. Anytime Lowry goes up against like a team that doesn't like have a strong point guard, yeah, he, the old crafty Lowry just comes out and he just does a bunch of shit. Yeah. Um, Matt, what are you thinking? Are you Raptors? Oh, I'm you... definitely going Raps. You're going Raps. It's gonna be like you can jack that spread up to six. Holy shnikes! Mm, don't do it, but you. Could. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're if you're the Vegas 
person who does this, and I assume it's only one Yo, person. Yo, Bodog, you listening? <laughs> <laughs> Who's Bodog? Is, is that the dog? guy? Is that one of the betting things? I don't it's, know. It's a Canadian betting. Oh, yeah. I thought that was like your idea of the person who's like in Vegas who makes the spreads. I'm Bodog. I make the spreads. Um, Alex, are you uh, are you going to make this a unanimous Raptors pick? Or are you going? I to- mean, for the love of God, I'm on a goddamn Raptors podcast. And yeah. three, you guys go Raptors. What the fuck am I supposed to be here? Be a villain? Not get a goddamn follower from this fucking thing? the Raptors. I would have took them anyways, even if you started with me. Oh man, beautiful. Um, <laughs> All right, next one. Okay, and we'll we'll start with Alex this time. Yep. So we'll we'll go we'll go the other way. Um, go okay, ahead, so Matt. It's Portland at Utah. Okay. And Utah has a spread by four points. Oh, all right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the, I'm gonna take the, I'm gonna take the Jazz. Gonna take the Jazz by four. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Matt, what are you I'm feeling? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Portland. You gonna go Portland? Yeah. I'm also gonna go Portland because uh, I don't know. It's I I always feel when a team gets humiliated, mm. they come out with some dignity. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe Portland is a bit overrated or something. I don't know, but I, I feel like uh, I feel like they're either it will be a tight win, yeah, or they will lose by like three or four. Yeah, or that's what I'm like thinking. That. Yeah, I don't. Um, I, I see it being or, close, so I go. I go with Portland as well. You go in Portland? Yeah. Okay, Alex. I'm by myself. All by yourself, man. <laughs> All by yourself in New York. Um, uh, this one's a little bit bigger. Atlanta at Philly, and Philly has the spread by nine. Okay, so we'll start with you again, James. Atlanta at Philly. Atlanta at Philly. Okay. Yeah. Mm. That's a toughie because uh, Atlanta is absolute trash. Yes. Uh, it's just Schroeder jacking up shots. Yeah. And then you trying to figure out who else the the, the other players they have. Are. Nine is a mat is obviously a big spread yeah. to give a team of like rookies. Yes. Though. So I guess I guess I'll take the under. It just seems more conservative. Yeah. Um, no, I'm I'm with your uh, I'm with your point on like you know I'm excited for Philly, but I thought all the people talking about the Philly making the playoffs oh was a bit God. insane. It's Just because yeah, it's hard for rookies to be productive. And I love Embiid. I love watching that guy. But yeah, um, you know, uh, yeah. No, I'll, I'll take Atlanta here just because. I don't know. Nine, nine's a huge spread for a team that I don't think is like mm-hmm. that, uh, for a team that I think is exciting but not good yet. Yeah. Um, what do you feel, Matt? Um, I disagree with you on every point, and I'm Holy going with Philly. Shit. <laughs> I think that Australian kid's gonna throw some shrimp on the Barbie and fucking <laughs> just. Wait, uh, who's the Australian? Wait, is Ben Simmons Australian? Yeah, yeah. isn't he? Oh yeah, he yeah. is Australian. There's a lot of sneaky uh, Aussies in the NBA. Yeah. He's gonna have like extra protein from the shrimp, and he's just yeah, gonna like for go sure. off. Yeah. So no kangaroo burger jokes, eh? <laughs> no. Um, okay. No worries. Uh, Alex, what do what do you feel? I'm gonna take the. I'm gonna take Philly, man. I think they. They. I mean, they beat Houston last game on the road. I think Oof. they could cover nine. I Did they, they beat, beat Houston? Yeah, I think oh man! Yeah. Wow. And it's not a back-to-back. Embiid's gonna play. Who the fuck's gonna stop that guy? Uh, and true. Simmons, they're gonna beat him by like 15, 16. They're gonna yeah. crush him. Who's gonna stop him? Dwayne Dedman. <laughs> oh. That's who. <laughs> um, okay. Next uh, up. We so we started with James that time, right? Yeah. Okay, so we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll start with Alex. Okay. We've got Minnesota at New Orleans, and New Orleans has a spread by two. Hmm. That's a toughie. Yeah. Okay. What are you That's thinking, tough. Alex? I'm going to take the uh, I'm gonna take the Timberwolves. Plus yeah. two? I think I'm also going to take the Timberwolves. 
Yeah, I'm going to take the Wolves. Too, I, yes. uh, you know, I want to like mix it up, but I'm also going to take the Wolves. Uh, I just, I don't know. I, I'm not sure about the Pelicans yet. I know like Boogie went off against the Kings. Yeah. Um, this is a different team. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Like, I, I think it will be a tight game. It's a, it's the, the point two, the two is what makes it really hard. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Because it seems like it could come down to. It's, it's like, kind of just oh, like, who do you think's going to win? Yeah, yeah. The last bucket. Uh, I kind of, I think I have to go with the Wolves as well. Um there's something something about the wolf like wolves have that kind of cagey if it's mm-hmm. like if it's gonna be decided by a bucket, then yeah. I'm gonna give it to the wolves, basically. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair. Okay. Uh, I can see the wolves losing by one too. Yeah. They've had a lot they've had a couple games that have gone right down the goddamn. Oh line. man, that yeah. Wiggins game winner. Anyone yeah. see that? Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. It was a bank shot, which I'm always a bit like, you didn't mean for that to be a bank shot. But also who cares? Yeah. You know? yeah. I, I, that's a under that's like such a as, as someone who's very bad at basketball, I'm like, give me my bank shots. Oh <laughs> yeah. I, I need sure. that. You know? Um <laughs> Is that was that our last game, Matt? One we, more. One more. Okay. One more. This okay. one's a big spread. Ay ay ay. Dallas Mavericks <laughs> yes. at the L.A. Lakers. Okay. And L.A. has the spread by nine and a half. Okay. Ten Ooh. point win. What? James. Ten pointer. That seems crazy to me. Yes. It's definitely the Mavericks on that. Like they're two mediocre teams. Why is one going to blow the other one out? Like totally. Like the Lakers. Wait <laughs> like, a second. Wait a second. I think it's the Clippers. Oh, oh. <laughs> okay. That's a big difference. Sorry, it's, a it's the Clippers, not okay, the Lakers. James, we'll, that's a little bit more interesting. We'll give you a sec to process. Yeah. It. yeah uh, sorry, everybody. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's that's different. Uh, okay. I'm gonna go with the, the. I think the Clippers. The Clippers just got owned by the Warriors, so I think they have a bounce yes. back game, and they're gonna destroy the Mavericks. Man, that has got to be one of the longest running beatdowns. Yes. The Warriors oh, over the Clippers. God. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Clippers too here. It's obviously a huge spread, but uh, I don't know. I feel like uh, um, Avery, uh, uh, or sorry, uh, I, I think Patrick Beverly yeah. will. Um, he'll be like, "Oh, Dennis Smith is a rookie. Okay, I'm gonna tear his ACL. Let me get in his ass." Yeah, he yeah, says. yeah, exactly. Get in his ass. Oh man, Beverly. Um, how you feeling, Matt? I think I'm also gonna go with the Clippers. Clip show? I, what, when it was the Lakers. <laughs> I was a little different. Yeah. <laughs> but now it's the Clippers. Whoa, Matt's like seething over there. I don't know why. I'm not sure why, but he's like his teeth are clenched. And <laughs> I've just had like, I've only had Halloween candy today. So like, Nice. Oh, yeah, I know that feeling. You know that feeling? <laughs> Jack. Uh, yeah, chocolate fuck. in the morning, that'll get you fucking fired up. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah for sure. Cup of coffee and chocolate. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Toblerone bar and a bucket of Joe. <laughs> oh, yeah, shot of espresso, Ferrero <laughs> Rocher. Let's talk Raptors. <laughs> I actually pictured pictured you <laughs> dumping a Ferrero Rocher into like a mini mini espresso, espresso cup, cup oh, and just God. chugging it back, not even Wait chewing on the. Uh, that's dinner. Chug it and press a low. Oh, yeah, you know me too well. Uh, that's amazing. Um, Alex, Alex, I would have I would have taken took the Lakers at honest to God at fucking but so really the Clippers at nine. The Mavs yeah, are a, bad. They are very bad. Yeah. Yeah, there's something about a spread that big too. I, sometimes I don't even look at. I've had a gambling problem for years, not anymore, thank God. 
Uh, <laughs> hey man, happy book, happy if birthday. If anybody knows a bookie though, like hit me up. <laughs> no one will take my bets. Yeah, your um, problem is that people won't take your bets. That's amazing. <laughs> that's the issue. Uh, uh, something about yeah. Sometimes I, I I gamble and I don't even look at the games. I just see the lines and I go, "Well, this spread's way too big. I'm gonna obviously take them because they don't want anybody else. They they want people on the other side. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that's what I thought when you said the Lakers. But you know, I, I'm gonna look at the pure basketball analytics and and go with the Clippers. They're just better. They're gonna just crush them. Yeah. I think. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. I think uh, Matt Matt's got those uh those uh, picks recorded. Yep. And uh, I think that's it for the podcast. But before we wrap it up, though, um, Alex, you got anything going on for uh, our uh, our New York listeners? Which there are some. I checked the stats. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or, 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 or going on with, uh, anything in general you want to plug? Uh, you know what? I'll be back. I, I'll be. I'm, I'm away a little bit this week, but I'll be in New York for the month, and then December I'm coming back to Canada and I'm headlining Yuck Yucks from nice. December. And and Six. your podcast? What's well, well? Where can people find your podcast? Friends oh yeah, sports. I got two podcasts. Uh, Sweet Buddies, S U I T E B U D D I E S. Is that about that food? One. No, that okay, fair we enough. need listeners. That's just about life. Um, <laughs> and then uh, uh, what is what's friends and friends in sports? Friends in sports. I always yeah. We we just had Graham on. Yes, he's, he's friends in sports with yeah. Graham K. So those ones. And then you can follow on uh, Instagram, Alex underscore the kid underscore Pavone, P-A-V-O-N-E. Yeah. I listened to your podcast, uh, one of your last episodes. I really liked it. (coughs) Thank you. Friends of Sports. I actually wrote you a review. Oh, thank you. Because I know as producing this one, it's so tough to get (laughs) iTunes ratings. So um, (laughs) I'd like to say thank you to everyone who has been rating. We now uh, are like able to move up the charts a little bit. Yeah, um, are we like yeah. um, are we like just above like Bilson podcasts and, that yeah. don't even like like <laughs> <laughs> record anymore? Well, we're not in like uh, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. We're we're, we're we're like we're are we like we're like crawling our way Did, out of the elephant graveyard yeah. there? Of podcasts. <laughs> hey, I'll take yeah. it. Yeah. So thanks um, for that. And uh, what else to say? We've got a new logo now, and we are we got a sweet uh, new logo. We're, no, we're leaving Podbean, so just keep going to dunkspodcast.com and it'll take you to our new site. Yeah, and uh, James, you, you got anything going on? You got yeah, anything? the well, <laughs> DJing tomorrow night at Apartment Two Hundred in Toronto. So you know, that's a thing. Where, where, where's that at? Uh, it's Apartment Two Hundred. It's on Queen West, at, oh, like okay. a court ish. Cool. Uh, got uh, got another. I got a date in Montreal. First time DJing in Montreal. Yeah, I saw month. that. That's Blizzards. awesome. It's, it's pretty exciting. What's yeah. What's the venue there? Uh, Blizzards. Okay. Uh, which is like a you know just it's gonna be a lot of fun. Cool. Uh, and that's the that's the sort of American Thanksgiving weekend, so that's November twenty fourth. Nice, uh, and then just you know, come if you still use Facebook. The best part of Facebook is the Boozy Fade. An, this is an amazing group. It is, and I just got a message from my my uh, my other my co founder Jordan uh-huh. Jamal McGlore just joined the group. Whoa! Okay, wow, yeah. that is huge. <laughs> Rogers news. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, shit. it's a cool group yeah. with cool people who are coming from a lot of different uh, places and like interesting. Um, uh, like like arts, like you know what I mean. Yeah. It's like the yeah. whole everything's covered. It's yeah. it's, it's awesome. It's, it's a it's a one. It's the last place where there's civil discourse on the. Internet. Oh, there's yeah, I, and you guys are are amazing moderators. Yeah, we just you know <laughs> yeah. we, we just keep you the do, positivity flowing. Yeah, for you know? sure. Like yeah, I guess you know like any Facebook place, so, every once in a while, a fight's gonna break out yeah, a little bit. Right. But no, it's it's a it's hilarious. Um, it's basically where I find like all of my new music at this point. Um, it's awesome. Yeah, so. So, yeah, guys, thanks for doing the podcast. Thanks, thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks, guys. It's a blast. It. It's um, really fun. Yeah.
Go Raps. Go Raps. Go Raps. Can anyone around here speak basketball? <laughs> there it is. Oh, this is the season premiere of Confederacy of Dunks. Thanks for listening. You can go to dunkspodcast.com. We've got uh, an iTunes button there for you to rate. It helps us get up them charts and give Bill Simmons some competition. So, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. And uh, we got some more coming at you in the next while. Go, Raps.